the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Rodrigo Sanchez-Chavarria. I'm joined by my wonderful friends in football and chaos, Eric and Bridget. But we also have very special guests, um, Sparkle Wimberly plus one, also Yay! known as Mario. <laughs> <laughs> From Soul of the City, CC. So you, uh, we have not backed them for a while, but uh, let's just overall do like a vibe check. How are you guys feeling, Eric? Uh, chaos. You said you said bringers <laughs> of chaos. So so much chaos. <laughs> the 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 trimester is wrapping up, and like everybody's cramming, and yeah, that's just the way it is. It's like I, being I back even, at school after all. It is exactly time. like being back at school. Yes. Yeah. Except except we have no bar that we can kind of get close together and just forget about right. exams. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Cool. Yep. What about you, Bridget? Uh chaos of the season starting i guess uh we're we're getting there we're rolling um the snow's throwing things all right, off all right. a little yeah, bit I saw you but, had uh, a, a rough time um so hopefully we'll be able to get through that so uh, it is so frustrating they're like a few days ago it was 80 degrees and now we're back yeah. to this i mean come on so Hey, hey, I'm leaving here. town this week and going to the woods, and I was looking forward to packing some shorts, but apparently I'm uh, raincoat, winter coat. Hey, <laughs> hey, you're always welcome to come to my dark side of hating the oppressive whiteness that falls from the sky. I'm, I think I'm with you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that that has been his catchphrase, you guys. For I've known this guy for over two decades. I think it's been going on that long. <laughs> as soon as it starts falling. <laughs> yep. As soon as it starts yeah. falling. That one in my pocket. That that one yeah. is a good one. Yeah. The oppressive whiteness that falls from the sky. Yep. That's Minnesota for you. Surrounded by whiteness <laughs> all the time. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, now that we're just uh, a little bit, let's uh let's let let's talk a little bit about uh Solar City's TC Soul. So. Michael and Mario, can you just kind of introduce yourselves again? I know you guys haven't been here in a while, so just go ahead and, and, and do your thing. Sure. Well, hello. This is my first appearance. So um, my name is Sparkle Wimberly. Um, Sparkle is my given name. I used I like to offer that up because um, a lot of jokes over the years, you know, 44 years of jokes. So there's <laughs> that. Um, uh, we are doing really well. We're deep in our planning process. And um connecting with a lot of really, really cool people. So I'm feeling great. And thanks for having, ha having me on. Good morning. Good day. Good to be back on the platform. Always good to uh, come and hang out. Um, I probably haven't been on for, I think maybe about a couple years now, um, right when we were getting ready to, to launch Soul of the Cities. But I am Mario Wimberly, Chief Visionary Officer of TC Soul, which is a grassroots futsal academy. Um, Founded on four core basic principles, fun development, accessibility, and community. So 
anything dealing with those four is what we're all about. And also I'm a co-founder of our Serve to Play Futsal League in the summer, Soul of the Cities, and we'll, we'll talk a bit about that more. So uh, yeah, good to be here. All right. So um, I'll speak a little bit about um, why these two humans are, are, are great and great assets to the community. I got introduced um, to TC Soul and Soul of the Cities through, through Mario when uh, we were full pandemic mode and we started doing like this kind of secrets, uh, coaches meetings, uh, Zoom things. And like we would all talk about, uh, you know, uh, the things we liked about the game, just the, the things that weren't going right. We talked a lot about the idea of uh, building community because everyone seems to be doing their own thing and not really wanting to 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 kind of focus on the idea that we are playing the same game <laughs> and, 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 and that kind of thing. And so out of that built a lot of just conversations. And uh, when Mario and Sparkle came up with, uh, you know, the idea of just futsal shops, uh, workshops, outside and i think uh i think bridges dark clouds went to one of them to support one time and 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 i remember yeah. that just the idea of having another option to play um in a, in a different setting i think was a lot of of what people were asking for and and that just you know from year on to year two it was it just you know double and, and exceeded you know what i was what I was expecting and um, let, which led to the, the creation of the, of the futsal league. So you guys want to talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So um, I remember those coaches calls. Um, I'd like to say that I've always been around. I typically am behind the scenes. So I'm like Mario's executive producer, <laughs> you know, um, on the technology front, he's like, it's not connecting. I'm like, I got you. I got you. So, um, you know, I was always kind of background on those, on those coaches calls. And um, at the time we were spending um, a lot of our, our living was in Kansas city and um, we were really plugged in though to our kids and the young people back here in, in the Twin Cities. And it was really painful. It was a really um, tough time, you know, all around. I think a lot of us are still just healing from all of it. I mean, it, it almost doesn't even feel like it's real, but we are still feeling like the physical and emotional um, and mental ramifications of, of that time, um, kind of post murder of George Floyd and, um, you know, our city just really coming unglued what I felt like at the seams. Um, so the, those coaches calls were like a light for him, you know, to talk about things that were really, you know, and I may or may not have been cooking and eavesdropping. Um, no, but that, just to talk about things. That... You're, 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 you're coached by osmosis, just like my wife is coached through everything. Exactly. I am, exactly. I am, I am better because of her osmosis to me. That's the way I always see it. Uh, and uh, he, he, you know, it would be something that he looked forward to. I think I remember even they were like on Sundays at 10 or something crazy like that. And yeah. um, who was going to be on? And um, but a lot of those conversations and our conversations with our families who would reach out because their kids were really struggling, um, not being in school, um, not having that social component. And then, you know, kind of revealed a lot of families that were really dealing with internal, you know, health issues where, even when kids could start to do some outside stuff, parents were terrified, you know, about their spouse or about an older parent being in the home. And so we really started um, 
as we talk with them and a lot of the multi-generational families that we know, we realized there was a big, big issue, you know, that our kids were trapped, they were inside the house and the kids who had less resources were even more trapped. You know, they were, they were just completely stuck. So it was heartbreaking. And I remember, um, I don't even remember the, what the process was called, but I was trying some new like project planning management brainstorming process where I got these big boards and posted notes and they were for like each of our like ventures you know what and to help kind of create your goals and that's really where Soul of the Cities came from I still have like the posted board and the post-it because I was like we have to bring something to the kids and he was like and we love futsal like as a coach by osmosis and um a soccer player by time I have um I absolutely love it. I was, you know, if it was something that I had been introduced to, um, I would probably, you know, have a bad hip for a reason. And, um, it, but it's not, you know, but I grew up playing with my kids, right, in the hallways, outside. And it was just supernatural when my son was first introduced. So he was about six. And it was a local coach from Brazil and um, who still works with us today. And he loved it. And his take to the game has been um, really beautiful to watch. So when you see kids who connect so deeply um, and you can pair it with some some service and some self-esteem boosting experiences, it really turns into something magical. So um, my back background is in uh, mental health and um, children's mental health. I used to work with children and families when I first came to Minnesota. And um, it was really important that we found a way to kind of to give kids who do not have these opportunities um, a really, really positive, full experience um, that it also addresses some of the other um, issues that they were encountering, like you know, food instability. But it was also important for us to bring the kids from the suburbs out because life out there isn't always great either, right? Sometimes it's just a, maybe a better living circumstance, but not a better living. So to combine those environments was really, really um, important for us. And really it's about all the kids, right? So if we help all the kids, then all of our kids are better. So yeah. No, it's good. <clears throat> yeah, no, just to add on to that, I would say, um, you know, we're passionate about the game as all of us are. The game, you know, when I speak to people who are, represent or talk about other sports, you know, I'm biased, but I just feel like the beautiful game can can bring people together like no, nothing else, no other sport for sure. So it's always a, a good place to start. Um, so so we, ha we have a passion for the game and we also have a passion for community. So really Soul of the Cities is really like bringing those two things together and we're able to just serve so many more people through our unique model, which is a, um, you know, the serve the play model. It's, we call it a social currency model. We think that's important. Um, even, even I would say if there's anything more important to the game, it's that piece. Just, just um, you know, making better humans. Um, we, we spoke about that before we got on with Rodrigo. That's really the goal. And that should be everyone's goal if you're working with, with children, especially uh, because the, the, that's the future. These are our future adults who are going to be, you know, running the world here. So we, we want to use the game to bring people together. But what we want to do is just make develop development and make better people. So we think that this social currency model is, is a is a is a great thing. Um, we're all we're all familiar with pay to play. If you've played or you, you your, your family members have played or your parent. Um, I grew up in the pay to play model. And, you know, I often speak about this. It was a barrier for me. Uh, I was fortunate enough to still be able to play. <laughs> 
My mom worked some magic, um, you know, where that'd be scholarships and finding other ways to do it. But it just shouldn't be that that difficult, in, in our opinion, just to play a game that is a simple game. And, and this is really a game of the people. But as as time and money have come into play and we, we do know that we need resources clearly to do things. But it's like, um, you know, it's turned into a big marketing show and, and, and the pay to play. And it's, you know, a lot of kids and, and, and communities are being overlooked. Um, you know, our first season, we were in North Minneapolis, which we feel is a community that has been overlooked in the pay to play market. Um, we're working to change that. Um, we ran uh, cost free clinics in North Minneapolis two years prior to the pandemic. And then uh, last year, moving to the east side of St. Paul both communities that we feel where there's amazing families, amazing kids who need opportunity. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of like, you know, the, the, the foundation of, of the, the idea of bringing soul of the cities and why we think it's important just in, in the overall landscape of, of Minnesota soccer, futsal, um, all together. No, I think that's great. Cause growing up, well, I grew up not, even understanding pay to play because I grew up outside of this country and any, any area where we could play, that's, that's, that's what our field was. And, and, and so that's what I love futsal because I grew up playing in, in cement settings, like in cement, you know, basketball courts or whatever. Right. And just, that's all I played. And, um, you know, I wasn't the best, but I had the best fun and, and, <laughs> and creative memories. And I think my kids picked up both of my oldest right now are like, they sometimes at, prefer futsal over uh just regular 11 v 11 um and i think that's that's one of the things that you know i try to push and as a as a coach i try to encourage as much as i can uh, as a high school um, um um assistant coach i we you know we understand that and we offer that to our kids and i think that's for what for us was 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 awesome to be able to be invited to to be part of the the futsal league specifically when i was on on the east side of saint paul because it was just um, a way to get kids out of their out of out of their routine, but also to get them to do something that that they enjoyed um, a lot, and just be surrounded by community people that look like them, people who were cheering for them, people who were all like it just felt like a party every time. And I always yeah. felt bad that I had to leave, but, <laughs> you know. But yeah. you know that the whole the whole service to community and service to play is really important because it's unique, at least in my experience that you know like the best way to make human beings is to be able to interact with other human beings and learn right and and understand ask questions and that kind of thing and i think that um what you guys do in that service is is being able to to do that and i'm so glad as well because a lot of us um you know coaching wise right sometimes we have so many things that we are going through our mind through what our sets are going to be what we're going to do that we kind of don't prioritize that as, as, as much and to be able to have an option where we are embraced by that idea and have to be part of that idea is, is I think is great. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see um, what the next steps are. I know a lot of my kids were, were a little bit upset that they didn't get to play in a championship. So that means that there's motivation for them, right? Right now they're, we're holding open sessions and futsal when we can and outside when we can. So keeping the same kind of kids in group. And I think they all understand that, you know, like we, you know, they, some of them play clubs, some of them don't. Uh, but just overall, just, you know, this is something that we want to be fully, fully committed to. We want to be able to come back and, and um, you know, do what we can do to, to, to get that trophy in a sense, right? Because that's a motivational <laughs> for them, right? For me, it's the coffee, seriously. Right? 
the That's coffee like and the cold food. brew on a hot day. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I mean that was like. Too. I was like. I just I wanted like, to, was... to. I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Eric. Oh, I was just gonna highlight something real quickly too. I mean, for listeners that that may not know, um, you you've both kind of alluded to it. You all you've all alluded to it in what you've been talking about. But outside of just the playing and the league, like. So you all are extremely active in the community and there's lots of other community events where you all pop up. Um, I'm, I'm thinking specifically Mario, like two years ago when we, when we painted the street uh, in 2020. And obviously it wasn't like your event, but you are a part of the event and your presence was made known. Like <laughs> you guys were out, you were active talking to everybody, had a bunch of the kids and players out doing the thing. I think a couple of them were actually helping me because while I'm a good uh, instrumental musical artist, I'm not a great, painting artist <laughs> so so when like an eight-year-old kind of steps up and is like now nah, you keep it in the line there pal I'm like, okay thank you <laughs> but just just to highlight that because because you all are very very present and you're very out and I think that's amazing as well no thank you um that was a fun that was a fun event at a and again, at a really, really dark time, you know, and it was, yeah. you know, we were outside and, and it was like 90 degrees and masks and um, it, still trying to navigate our way. Um, it, it was, it was, but it, it is, we do make it a point um, because again, that's, that's who we are. If, if there's, if it's broken, then we're first in line to help fix it, you know? It Amazing. could be a problem considering, but you know, that's, that's kind of how we approach um, yeah. approach life. And, and that's the example that we want to set for our children and for the young people that, that watch us and, and, um, are by mentorship, by osmosis, or, um, you know, get, just have the opportunity to be around when we started TC soul, it was in response to, again, another pay to play situation, um, uh, kids being early, um, selected. And if one kid is early selected, it means another one is early deselected. And, um, you know, the smaller kids not being able to play for clubs that they had been at for years. And it was just it was sickening. Um, I don't want to go off on a tangent because I get really passionate. Um, but we started it um, because we wanted to make sure kids had um, a really a place to play. And we had a sliding scale for costs. I mean, people literally just, all you had to do was call me up and say, this yeah. is what I can do. And, and as we grew, um, the serve to play model came from uh, that you need to have some skin in the game. You know, we're not here to be saviors. We're here to help you learn about yourself and you can save yourself. So that's why um, there, there needed to be a form of currency. But we, we you know, as we talked and we talked, we, we were not looking for, for money. We were looking um, to, to help churn out better people and have better expectations and better outcomes. So that's where that really came from, that same kind of uh, place of always having, um, always showing up for people who need you. And, um, and so we do, we, we volunteer our time whenever we can, you know, we will, we'll, we'll show up, you know, wherever we'll go, you know, we had kids um, that were playing in team and they would come down to Kansas city when we were there and we would go and show up to their games. And they're like, ah! like, it was, it was the most incredible thing. Like, especially after, you know, 12 months of kind of being completely disconnected from people, they were just like, you know, they had grown and, you know, I had grown. And so it was, um, we had, we had a, we have a lot of fun with that, but it's a deep abiding love for, for community and for people, I think is what, what drives us, but also the idea that you have something um, to give and everybody has something to give and we got to 
we have to we're, we're going to do our best to help get that that out of you. Yeah, no, just to add on to that, um, you know, as Eric was saying, the, and we all know this, you can't have the beautiful game without community. If you do, it's not it's fake. It's not authentic, in my opinion. So we've kind of gotten away from that again. Um, if you just get on social media and, and you kind of scroll and see, um, not to call anybody out, but you know, it, it's a it's a multi-billion dollar industry now, um, youth sports. So I think a lot of the times the community aspect has been lost. Um, and if it, it, you'll see some organizations trying to manufacture that, but um, you know, as Rodrigo said, and, and anyone who's listening, please come out this summer. We'll still be on the east side of St. Paul. And, and, and it's just like pure vibes, you know, um, it, it's, it's uh, it, like, like Sparkle said, um, you do need some skin in the game. That's important. Um, but we feel that there, there's a better way. We talk about pay to pay to play a lot. And people are saying, well, there's no other way. Uh, I, I'm on Twitter all the time and I watch the arguments back and forth. There is a better way. Um, and we think this is the better way. Clearly, you have to have partners that are invested in community. And we found a lot of partners and organizations who have shown through providing resources, volunteers, um, mentorship to us, just other different things that they do believe in communities. And they think that we can change the lives of these kids through a game that we all love, still be competitive um, and, and, and make better humans and better players. You know, sometimes when you're doing programs that aren't a ton of money or they don't cost the families a ton of money, we think that, hey, maybe it's not as competitive or you can't develop or it's not as good. And, and that's a fallacy as well, because, um, you know, Rodrigo was out and he can he can tell you that, you know, in our high school division, especially um, on both sides, pretty competitive, good players. There are tons of talent in the city as well as outside, because we do have some programs that are that are from um, from the suburbs as well. But, you know, tons of talent in the city that, that I think is overlooked. And we like to shine a light on that and make our league a big deal. Um, that's why we have the news coverage come out. That's why they get full kits that are provided. We provide the lunch. Um, they're working together with kids or young people from other communities. This is how I'm sure this is how you meet people that you can know, know through life is through the game. So we try to hit on so many different things, but you know, it's, it's just a good time and we're super excited to get it, get it started again this July. So, so we look forward to, to everyone coming out and being part of the serve to play community. Yeah. I want to also highlight if I could the, as we talk about like our partners um, and kind of our, our goal is always to kind of complete the the Minnesota ecosystem. You know what I mean? Oftentimes we're just kind of completely looked off. And as we look at like different grants and things, they're like, oh, LA, New York, you know, hello, you know, okay, that's fine. Midwest, we'll get you Chicago, you know, and Miami. And you're like, Great, almost not quite, and and there really is a very a robust economy here. They're you know headquartered to a ton of different um, Fortune 500 and a thousand companies, um, small businesses. It, Minnesota truly is the land of milk and honey, and we have a lot of uh, resources here that can support the young people here. So what we're trying to do is find the right partners to plug in so that we can kind of complete the ecosystem. You're talking about your next generation of employees or entrepreneurs and how do we foster that now? Um, and, and it's a weird thing. I know that the boomers, 
that's what my kids told me they're called, are living a lot longer. You know, they're still in the workforce, but all of those things really link up together. Like, yes, it's about community, but again, at some point these kids are going to become adults and they're going to need to kind of have a pathway and a direction um, that they want to head in. So, you know, we have connected with like D Dakota County Technical College. Um, they have, a, you know, right. some soccer program. They are looking to get girls into their program. They're looking to us to say, hey, where should we be looking? Who should we be talking to? And our response is, come out. You talk to them yourself. You know, that like was a that was one of the big secrets. Oh, sorry, it's, it's all good. It's, it's exclusive here. It's an exclusive. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking exclusive news. For you but guys that only. one, I think, is do, 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 do. Yeah, cut that. No, don't. No, that's good um, It's it's important to share because all we're looking for is to help put these young people on the right path right. towards like, you know, being fully employed and being autonomous and being able to be members of our community. So again, it's about a full circle economy and really understanding, you know, highlighting Minnesota, bringing a lot, um, you know, we had a lot of attention on us during All-Star last August yes, and really the, got yeah. to got to highlight and, and showcase a lot of the work that we, we've done and bring a lot of our kids to a lot of different events. Um, and so we were moving kids around the city like, you know, like crazy, but it was all, these are kids who are not gonna get a chance to sit at Allianz and go to a skills challenge and watch. So, I mean, you're talking about non-soccer playing kids, right? Kids who are maybe just trying this for the first time and we're like, they can do tricks with the ball? Like that was really a very like, a very a, a huge highlight for me for um a non-original soccer person to to have a kid because if again if i would have seen something like that it, it would have changed um, my direction but they were treated with a lot of grace and a lot of love and and and, and you know by a lot of our sponsors and it was a really um positive event but when's the next time all stars coming right so we have to keep right. doing work to put minnesota on the map and um to keep us involved um nationally um with you know so that that our kids get the same the same opportunities whether it's college career exploration um or, or even soccer right soccer and futsal like there's a lot of different pathways and we need to open them up but we need to make sure we're doing that for all of the kids no, that's that's great, and I'm I'm glad to hear that you there there is going to be uh, a season two to the league. Um, I don't three. know if uh, three. three. Sorry, that's right, the first one. Yes. <laughs> three. I can't believe that's the that. And, that, and Time's I'm moving glad. Back. Yeah, and I'm glad. I'm glad it's at the still going to be a, a, over in the east side. Um, I think just overall my review of, of last season was just there was a ton of fun. Um, but also it was competitive. Like every game was competitive. Like, I think a lot of kids were like, you know, were like, Oh, you know, this is, you know, I know my kids were like, Oh, it's just, you know, we're playing there to have fun, you know? And then all of a sudden they were like, no, this is competitive. Let's go ahead. We got to show up. Everyone's got to show up. Everyone's going to show up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And so they tried to take it more serious. And I think that part was, was, um, it was totally amazing for them, but it's just overall like I was. We were able to introduce new new players that were coming into to our high school team, and so to bring them into that sense of community and have their families out there. And I remember, you know, like some of my players would be like, "Can I, can I take some of these sandwiches over to my family?" I'd say, "Yeah, just go for it. Just grab us, you know." Just, yes. And they would do that, and you know, like have little kids watch. You know, in my case, you know, like talk about their older sisters playing and having a jersey yeah. and a kit. That's just so meaningful to a lot of people. It's just the, 
the the attention and the love that you get and besides the kids you know were were amazing um there's so much so much fun so much so cold so colorful but so like um individual at the same time like you could totally recognize it. and i and i love that I, i love the vendors that that were there as well too like like we talked about you know having coffee cold press coffee on a freaking hot day is <laughs> godsend you know and then someone you know here have a banana i'm like great I was like, have breakfast you know and and then you know having to hydrate kids and all the other stuff and then have them eat you know it's just it was really a great sense of community and specifically seeing other coaches that I know that do the work that I, that I kind of want to be doing as well too, is it's good to be able to be in that, in, in that area and that vibe. And um, I'm looking forward to see what that, what that will look like for, for year three and um, excited to see what other else uh, do that, but go ahead, Eric. Um, for Sparkle and Mario, I'm just thinking for folks that might be listening and might be interested, maybe you can speak for a couple minutes on kind of what the, the process is to get in and maybe what those three different leagues are like, like in terms of ages and uh, kind of where you come in with your comfort and knowledge of, of the game and just kind of some of that basic stuff for somebody that might be hearing this and be like, I think my kid might be into this. So, yeah, so, so to start, um, We'll be going on the east side of St. Paul at Johnson High School on the futsal courts there. They're kind of tucked away if you if you haven't been there, but if you drive up, you'll hear us or you'll see us. Um, we start July 8th, and that and then so the dates will be July 8th, 15th, 22nd, 29th, and 30th. So that whole month of July. Um, we start with our intramural program, which is our youngest. Um, that was generally ages six to twelve, however. We're pretty flexible. I mean, there were some five-year-olds who maybe came and we still let them play because we want to make sure that everyone has, a, you know, as long as they can kind of stay with the group. Um, it's a great time. We, we probably had over 50 kids per week. Um, we will be opening up registrations for that in the first, first week in June. First week of June. You can go to our socials and find that um, and just sign up. Uh, no, any, all skill levels are welcome. So we want to really capture kids who are just curious about the game. Uh, you know, maybe they played in gym at school or maybe they saw a United game on TV or Aurora game or whatever it is. So um, just come out six to 12. We, we generally break those down into kids who have just started to play. And then we have some kids that have maybe played a little bit more or culturally played in, in their communities. And then we have um, we ha we have some excellent coaches who volunteer their time. Um, a lot of the same coaches will be out. And then we have some special guest surprises. Um, some so, some of the professional teams may or may not be out this um this summer as well to kind of kind of be there to help us out with some of the activations. And then um, so that's that's our that's our youngest age group. Of course, there will be one hour of service required from every age group, and it will be age appropriate, put together by our amazing staff. Um, so that usually happens one hour before or after you play. So you play for one hour, you serve for one hour, and then you get a free lunch to eat, eat there, or you can take it with you. Um, our amazing. next group, I love that. yeah, our next group will be middle school, um, middle school ages. And we're not super stickler on bringing your birth certificate or your player's card. It, it's it's, it's, it's kind of on an honor system. If you're a middle schooler, then you're welcome to play. Um, we probably had four teams in that. It's a smaller division last year. We'll probably have about four teams again. Um, and then can I can I just yep. add in there? So Eric, to your question, if there is um, kind of that individual player 
that is interested in playing that has kind of had some history in play and they want to take on the league play. Um, TC Soul always has, um, we, we always enter a team in each division. Um, I would say that high school division is a little tough to get into um, because it is headed up by um, <clears throat> our son who, who has taken he's home the trophy for the last two years. And um, he's, you know, he, he kind of likes to, he cans off so of that team. You gotta but come the, correct then basically, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's looking for the ballers only. Um, and, nice. and, and I would be remiss if I did not it was very clear about that one. But um, on that middle school group, which is a really good age group, we, we do have for those individual kids who would like to, to come out and give the try, like try league play, we are asking for the full commitment of those five, um, those five sessions. Um, but we would, we love to have them. So we always put TC soul in as a, as a team, kind of a, a holding Flat for um, kids who are otherwise unattached and aren't necessarily a part of um, any of the organizations or um, clubs that we're working with. So I just want to add. Yeah, that. no, anyways, that's, a, that's, a, good, that's a great point. Um, yeah, so TC Souls like to catch y'all. We we take any any kids individuals that want to sign up. We have a coach. We're ready to work with you and have some fun in the middle school. And then the high school division is probably our most competitive. Um, we had last year, I think eight boys teams and what four girls teams this year it's be 10 boys teams and we're hoping for six girls teams um I, we're currently announcing the teams on our socials so i won't get too much into that we've announced como boys and girls so far we've announced cap city in the middle school mm -hmm. um cap city futsal and then tomorrow a, a new high school saint paul high school will be announced who's new to the league this year uh, so, so stay tuned for that one, but it, it, it's, it's going to be very competitive. So it's a mixture of high school teams as well as community organizations. For instance, where um, 10,000 Lakes is a um, East African um, organization that works with, with youth in their community doing a great job. So they put in a team and it's also good to have teams like that play against, let's say, a Holy Angels. Those are matchups that you never would see uh, anywhere else. And, and, and those teams really battle it out out there and, uh, and, and have a lot of fun. So, so to Eric's point, there will be a sign up for intramurals as well as the middle school division. Um, first week in June, first week in June. So look for those on socials. And, uh, we're just asking for, like you said, one hour service is required and we're looking for people who are committed, um, to come to all the sessions if they can, but if not as many as possible. Nice. We'll get the links in the bio as well. So, or in the, uh, in the episode so people can, can find okay. you whether on the on the internets or the socials or all that good stuff uh rodrigo anything else or for for our wonderful guests is there a couple things you maybe want to say before we uh let you go we want to be respectful of your time here but uh i'll throw it to uh, either i mean you two i'm or, looking at go. taking my 11 year old to one of those intramural sessions he was um he's he, as, as i shared on the show and you guys know he's not particularly like um been um the best about uh choosing a sport because we don't pressure that into him right but he also been a, been around to all his sister's sports and games and that's uh, when they decide to ski like-minded out of nowhere yeah. and, and, well, and, 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 and end up being thing, end up being right? amazing <laughs> like like he's he's um um here, here's a beautiful thing about the game and, and and that kind of thing he started uh we started playing, you know, a little bit of, of uh, video game FIFA, and then um, he really got into the World Cup. Um, and then my mom came to visit, usually around the time for the holidays. 
and surprised him with a messy uh, authentic jersey, right? And then oh. after that, it's just been nonstop, <laughs> like nonstop in a sense of like, you know, we have conversations about, you know, hey, dad, do you know X player? Hey, dad, do you know this player? Hey, dad, I'm like, no, I don't. I was like, just tell me about <laughs> it, right? Because like, because he's, he's just fully like gone down the rabbit hole in the aspect of it. And a lot of the times when he's uh, doing stuff by himself, we hear a lot of noises and that's just him banging a soccer ball around and he's hungry to get out there. And I've taken him out a couple of times on this night just to do some things. And I think just that introduction to community and introduction that like he can play at any level, that's that's probably the thing that he kind of needs to be able to get up to, to, to just be able to get out and just have fun and enjoy the game and love the game. Which is, I, think I think it's it an easy way in. I, I think it's an easy way in. Um, I, you know, the kids, again, we, we have first timers who show up. I, I remember there was a, a young mom, she had like two smaller ones and she would kind of bring them over in a wagon um, every week. And they absolutely loved it. So then when we had our activation for All-Star at Mile Area, turned around, there's that wagon, you know? So um, it, it really is community and it's it's a lot of fun. Like by the time we get back on those Saturdays, we're like, oh, that was crazy. We had a great time. Like never any drama, never anything that we're like, you know, upset about. We're just usually looking to eat, decompress and talk about our wins for the day. Um, I wanted to share this as we talk about the game and. And, and how it relates to to everyone. So Mario and I have had the privilege, like he's my soccer educator. I'm pretty well versed now, but we went to the 2014 World Cup and um, that was my first World Cup like ever. That's not true. Maybe the one before, 2010, I watched it um, on the rooftop at Brits, right? Downtown. But, but and you, so went, I was you like, went to a World Cup in 2014? I did. I did. I did. I went to the, the U.S. in their round of 16, right? Against Belgium. Conheceu meu Brasil? Where were you uh, no Brasil? What city? Uh, Salvador. Oh, I miss yeah. it so much. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, and so I, it was really important for us to, to go to Salvador. Like, it was really... Mm -hmm. um, just the Lucerta elevator and kind of the um, history of the the transatlantic slave trade that came through mm -hmm. through that port and really to see people who look like us which and the of maintenance of all of the African culture like the fact yeah. that they battled through it they saved yeah. the religion they saved the language they saved capoeira yeah. like all that yeah. it's incredible the amount of resistance that they, they were able to kind of I mean, pull off it's phenomenal. Like, it was incredible yep. and so um and we were actually there for Bahia's Independence Day so oh, it was wow. like good timing form of um just like just cultural like beauty yeah. and in, in in tons of experience but i say all that to say that yeah. um you see in those countries kids who play and they play anywhere you know they they really truly do um ruins um concrete streets things that i'm not even sure were balls um they just go out and play and i mean i think i saw a, a kid had made a ball out of like water bottles because they tend to sell them like at stoplights and on the streets and stuff like that and and like i don't know it was a ball um and so that was our first like experience and kind of you know walking through um of the streets and really having like this really cultural connection but from then we went to greece and we were on the uh, was it santorini we went first and Kamari, they have, as we're walking to our little, small little hotel, there's a soccer field, right? And there's like two teams playing, like just 
and I mean, it was serious. Like they had, they were serious. So they had uniforms, like it was a thing. And you had to pay your little admittance fee to get in and you could go to the corner store in the corner and come back and the whole community was out. And let's say it was just like a Thursday evening, you know what I mean? And then it was just, it was a part of what they did. And then from there we went to um, Estoril in Portugal. And that was crazy, right? Like you're just talking about people playing, kids playing everywhere. So indoor playing futsal, outdoor. I mean, we were at um, sporting and, you know, you drive, you know, 10 seconds and you're passing by Benfica and, and it really is. And then, you know, these guys have been to Germany and to, to London and to Copenhagen most recently. And you see that really this is the, the game is the, is the true connector. And it and it really does. It's something for everyone. It's only in this country where it is gate kept and locked behind doors that you have to pay cash to unlock. And it is, um, it's, it's really, it's sad. So when we talk about the play to play model and we're trying to, you know, find ways around it, we live in a capitalistic society. That is how this, this sphere is going to spin. And that's just the truth. So there's no dismantling it, but there is countering it. And so that's what we're, our, our whole mission is, is really introducing our kids to the world's game because that's how big of a connector it is, right? Like it, it, it'll take you to places far, far away where you all may not share a language, but you can share a love of something. So um, not to go on the longest tangent ever, but mm -hmm. that is um, not at all. Very well inspired said. me um, so much is like having those travels, but how much it opened up my, I'm in from San Francisco, right? So um, back in when I grew up, it was a small little city and um, working class people, not like the tech bubble giant it is today. And that's um, where all my family is. But my world got bigger when I went to Howard and I met this guy and I was wondering why his shin guards were flapping as he was walking down the street. And I'm not kidding you. I asked him, what sport is this that you play? And he was Am like, amazing pickup line. She's <laughs> like, wait, we have a soccer team? I'm like, <laughs> Division One, right? Like, former world champions, right? Like, it was a little, I clearly was offensive. Like, they all kind of looked at me like, who is, who is this? Like, why? But, but are you it like, was it was the flapping of the shingles that got you. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was like, why don't they just take them off? Like, it was the weirdest thing to me. I couldn't put it together. But that's that 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 opened my world, and that was just like another world and another world. So as we continue to do this for these young people, um, if there was an ask, if we could share with the listeners what our ask is, it's volunteers, right? We want to continue to open doors. Um, for these young people to understand that they can have careers and live lives and do a, pursue a lot of the things that they love, even if it's not necessarily becoming a pro soccer player, right? There are tons of things that the world and that mentorship and connection can open up. The other one would be to um, these local companies and small businesses. Invest in the kids who you're going to be wanting to work in your in the front of your store. Invest in the kids who are you you know you're hoping aren't going right. to break in your store. Like if you want to change those outcomes and narratives, put some money behind a program that is 100% giving everything they have to change how we move forward and how we connect with young people. So those right. would be um, our two asks. Yeah, my, my 16 year old right now is looking for a job. So we're trying to figure that out as well, too. So, yeah. Well, no, that, that's that's great. Is your 16 year old a referee? Uh, we, we try to go down that route. There's, there's another conversation that we can get into about okay. about refereeing, but we'll, we'll leave that for maybe uh, <laughs> off air or a different conversation because I have my whole different view of referees. And I, 
and I don't want to go on another tangent. And then Eric's going to be texting me. He's like, look, I got to go. And so like, <laughs> I want to be respective to everyone's time. But uh, I, I, I love to continue this conversation down the road. Maybe um, as you get closer to June, you guys want to come back and just talk more directly about the about the start, sure. uh, uh, the yeah, programs and all the other stuff. And then maybe an afterwards, after just to give us a compression and just do that. Whatever we can use this platform to amplify the amazing work that you guys are doing, please let us know. Just uh, email, it, email, social medias, whatever. Just let us know that you guys have a partner of us. I will see you out in those fields. Um, hopefully. What about Bridget? What about Eric? Can yeah. we guys get her out this year? Can we get you yeah. to the court? I'm in. I'm oh, in. yeah. We get out. All right. Let's For do sure. it. For sure. We'll, we'll, we we'll, we'll look to get out there as well, too. And then and we'll, we'll, maybe, maybe we'll have something out there to, to give out. But yeah. Any information you guys want to hand out to you, just just let us know. It's 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 amazing to be able to talk to you guys again. Uh, but I just wanted to touch before we leave, just touch on one thing that's personal to me. And I so I hate making things about me, but how was <laughs> I, I want to say it was amazing being able to like when 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 a certain uh, other coma coach told me that you guys were good to come to Mayor's Cup. Um, I was delighted and excited. Yeah, because you guys are exactly what like a lot of these kids already had seen, right? You get the, some of them recognize you, but it was just the the idea of having community representation show up to to a game that not a lot of people know or really it feels like they care about. But these two these two schools do, and it's become a big deal for them. And to be honest with you, my ex, I, as a parent, seeing a Mayor's Cup is different. Um, as a coach, it's just a whole different level. And uh, but the fact that there were this the, the stadium was somewhat full, mostly full, and then it was it wasn't a nice weather night that it was it was kind of cold and also. But having you guys be there was awesome. How was your experience just overall, just being in that sense of like, here's a local high school yeah. who is doing this. You know, they're playing for a cup that no one really talks about or no one really knows about. Uh, but the atmosphere overall. Well, I I had a great time. I, we're both public school kids. You know, and so, you know, we, we love that local competition. Like that is kind of one of our favorites. And so to, to have, to be invited where it was definitely an honor. I was like, oh, they want us to come on and do that. Okay. I was like, you sure they said me? Cause you know, I'm usually the, just the executive producer, but um, <laughs> I saw your Eva, just kidding. But um, we brought our daughter out, you know, and um, she's a young player who, who, who represents a different spectrum of different side of the spectrum, as far as like, really just kind of figuring it out. Like if it's something that she really wants to do, she has swam competitively, ran track competitively. So she has a, has that kind of like holistic experience. And so we have kind of two kids on different sides, but to bring her out and see, she got to see a lot of those young ladies that she watched in the league, you know, compete and kind of battle it out on the big field and for us to see the it was a in very very intense environment I mean I, I was super excited about the turnout I don't know about you but we were like okay they got it like packed in here and like there were families there and I love how both the boys teams they 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 just stay around like they are a really connected group I feel like you at both yeah that was the best part for me and and they just they, they hung out and um and and those girls it was it was it was intense. I mean, we literally had to stand in the middle just because it, it felt very like if we're too far one way or too far right. another, you know. And um, 
because you guys had the both teams in their in the program. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So it was, you know, oh, go stop, Ooh. Yeah. you know. So it was a lot of that, but it was it was it was it was really it was really intense. Yeah. I mean, after halftime, and then there was kind of like an injury, and then there was like another injury, and then they kind of got a little chippy, and so. But, uh, you know, it was it was fun to watch and it was disappointing to watch as well, you know, because it's like you're happy for one team and then sad for the other (laughs) because it was like this, like, you know, like all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Um, But we had a great time. I mean, it was a great time. It was a great experience. And and the young people got to came over and said hello when they were subbed out. I was like, go back. Yeah. You know, no, it, it, <laughs> you know, quickly what I want to say about it, it was it was an honor yeah. to to be there and represent Soul of the Cities and actually give out the the awards at the end. And we really consider both schools part of our serve to play family. So um, it's a Darby that's a local Darby that, that people, yeah. if you don't know about it, you need to know about it. And it's uh, very competitive. Um and you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it again in the fall. So we, we're always out to support all of our family, serve the play family. Um, so, so like I said, we're looking forward to another intense battle. I think that one. I think we had a late goal and a very late goal in that match. Um, yeah, it was a free kick. That won yeah, it all. yeah. Crowd went crazy. We yep. went crazy. Um, so <laughs> it was it was a great time. And uh, you know, like you said, we want to help. Uh, amplify that that event as well as everything yeah. else that, that our serve to play community is doing because these kids they deserve the same shine and yes. that, 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 that the pay to play and the other kids are getting so absolutely that, that's, and uh, really the in, I'm amplifying St. Paul right like that should be something that I mean because growing up it would have been something that I would even if it wasn't my school you know you make it kind of like that little signature event and everybody puts on their cutest cold weather gear and they come out and they walk around a million times hopefully it's not know? cold this year and <laughs> I don't know. Minnesota <laughs> and weather are like two different things. It will I, don't be, know. Yeah. I, I think it, it was really cool that you guys were out there because that, that highlights like the whole aspect of TC Soul, which is you're not just out there. You, we've, we've seen plenty of times the last few years, everyone comes to Minneapolis and St. Paul to help out a little bit. And then everyone packs up and goes home. Right. And, and home is not here for most of those people. So um, to see you guys out there regu- regularly, not just at the camps, but also like in the community and, and following those kids and um, supporting them elsewhere and on their individual teams is is really cool, especially for the kids and then for you guys as well. So thank thanks. you. Thanks. No, it, it's fun time. It's a fun time. And I'm going to plug our 3v3. Um, we're going to bring it back, we're thinking for next year. Yes, we are. Um, it's at Adrenaline, so we kind of pull those kids out of St. Paul and get them up to Ramsey, and um, and it is a it was really 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 a fun event um, to kind of break down those teams even more and then have them play in a three 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 v three environment. It was it was pretty it was pretty. Impressive. Yeah, yeah. We, we United um, was a sponsor for that, and and we thought it would be a great idea. February is a time when a lot of the pay-to-play kids go off to uh, Arizona and Florida, and they do these big tournaments. So we wanted to kind of rival that with a big tournament here locally, but still letting the kids get out of the city a bit. Um, was it about an hour away? Well, it was snowing that day, of course. But um, <laughs> we let the kids get out, and, and we had a, had a DJ kind of playing, very competitive. A lot of the, the teams from the league were there. Plus, we had um, 
some of the actual pay to play kids um, form their own teams. So it's kind of bringing, again, bringing everyone together through the game. We had stuff for the kids. They had the, uh, what is it? The jumpy thing. What's yeah. Just, you know, the kick the ball in the hole inflatable. Yeah. Some and... of the, some of the United players came out. Yeah. Um, Eric Dick, shout out to Eric Dick. He's a, he's an awesome guy. He came yeah, out. He, he's, he's genuinely loves the kids in the community. Um, you can just tell he, he's really, you know, he he's from Kansas, I believe, but, yeah, but he's, he's really, Kansas. he's really here and he's, <laughs> He really wants to be a part of the community. Yeah. So, 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 like I said, you'll see a lot of the players um, out out this summer as well who have really liked what we're doing and, and seeing this is a good way to really, really connect with the community in an authentic way. Well, um, thank you so much uh, for spending your Sunday morning with us, and yeah, just thank you both. Really, really pumping us up for uh, you know, excited to be be see what what comes from this summer. Uh, we'll have you back on. We, we, I promise to you, and I and I have uh, Bridget and Eric hold me as accountable to it. We will invite you back much sooner than previously. Yeah. Look forward to seeing you at the beginning. Sooner than two years. Yeah, yeah, two years. Yeah, exactly. Put it on the calendar. Sure. Yeah, that <laughs> calendar. But, but thank you so much. So proud of of, of the work that you guys do. Uh, it's uh, as as a father. As a coach, it's 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 great to be able to see, like you say, uh, Sparkle, a counter to what is something that we can't really get rid of, right? And so, yeah. I think that's 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 pretty much a a, a great thing and, and an option to have give other kids to be able to be involved in, in playing in the, the the game that that is the world's game and it's a lovely game. So so thank you so much. Um, looking forward to do that as always. Any information, just give up to us. We will we will amplify it as much as we can through through whatever modes we can. So thank you. Absolutely, Eric. Thanks, good friends. luck this trimester. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, it's, one 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 of these days we'll have to vibe too. I'm actually in a counseling program right now, so that's that's what I'm doing. Oh, I would love. Yeah. Are you yeah. getting your LMFT? What are you looking to do? Um, it's an LPCC right now, but I'm okay. kind of floating a little bit. I'm taking some MFT courses, so I okay. haven't landed yet. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, anytime. Um, but good luck, because you look like you're about to pull your hair out. Uh, no, none left. No, actually, he has no hair. He's got none left. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. All right. Good to see you, Bridget. Thank you too. Yeah. You Thanks for you having us on. Anytime. Thank Absolutely. you so much, guys. All right. Take Talk care. Soon. All right. Yep. Bye bye. Thanks, bye. guys. Bye.